Growing up with a cane pole in his hand Like a pool of dream sitting down by the street The leaves and tinder, the corpus play Give him a shotgun to please his mind Give them quail a few reasons to fly Living in the city just ain't for me I wanna go back to the country Take me to Texas I wanna go down that open road Take me to Texas I wanna see how far this country goes Take me to Texas I wanna go down that open road Take me to Texas I wanna see how far this country goes Fill up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can ride. All right. Welcome back to the Outdoor Zone. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch. But we call it home every Sunday morning right here, 7 to 9 on 104.9 The Horn, official station for University of Texas Sports. And you can follow us, track us 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com and on iTunes and SoundCloud. And did you put us somewhere else? Yes, Spotify. Spotify. So Spotify. It's great because you're just sitting there playing your music, and you just put it into the playlist, and boom, it comes up. So, <laughs> you know, you, we're on Spotify, which is, you know, not one of the big three out All there. Right. So it's a great thing. So, uh, my, so my name is TJ Graney. That is Cody Ryan. Good morning. Beefsteak's in the house. Oh, yeah. And Salt Dog's the guy who gets here early and makes sure everything works for us. Hey. <clears throat> want to jump straight into this segment i have uh never been um captured by the whole youtube process i know Phenomena. cody cody there is i've fallen into the trap i watch fishing on youtube 24 7 if there is well, a if, fishing if i video, watch anything if i watch anything i don't turn the tv on anymore well, but i'll watch you youtube to, fishing videos you have power over what you watch you know it's well and so and i know that i've great. used it for instructional videos like how oh, to yeah. fix on a everything. weed eater and <laughs> stuff like that and, and a truck yeah <laughs> i mean i've done i've done it and it is great for that and yeah. so one of the things that i do one of my passions is hiking um, and I, I love the whole concept of it. I love being on the trails. I love, yeah. and I'm not a, a long hiker. I don't spend weeks and weeks on the trail, but I do, uh, climb the, uh, I'm on a quest to climb the tallest peak in every state yeah. and I've done some, been successful in some climbs there. <clears throat> and I've all, I always am trying to figure out the gear and I stumbled across this YouTube channel and, uh, homemade wanderlust and it's this young lady uh, jessica mills uh her her trail name apparently you get a name when you're a hiker and you get this and so her trail name's <laughs> Ooh, dixie I want, I want, and i started I watching her the beginning when she first started doing this 
And I couldn't stop watching. I've watched her hike the three main trails to Triple, Triple Crown. And so I we got in touch with her, and we have Jessica on the line with us. Uh, and I'm just super excited about it. I'm just super excited we to connect up with uh, Jessica Dixie Mills. Jessica, uh, can you hear me? Are you there? Yes. Oh, good morning. Good morning. Do y'all have your coffee? Oh my gosh! Yes. And I know you're a, you're a coffee you're a morning coffee person. So are you are you at home in Alabama? I am. Well, sitting on my couch in my living room with a cup of coffee in my hand right now. All right, like that, every true hiker, that's right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Mountain exactly. climber. This one's not instant coffee, though. This is the real deal. But you know, I will settle for instant if I need to. Yes, <laughs> I, you know that's one of the things that uh, when I went one of my first hikes when when my daughter turned uh, was going to turn sixteen, her and I. Uh, got together and i said man i'm going to take her on an elk hunt and so we drove to colorado and we had these backpacks and you would have been you would have been appalled jessica because i had like these 75 pound packs and we're going up for six days to camp and you know we we had to carry our guns and everything but one of the things that was really neat it was i knew i needed coffee because that just the smell of coffee Mm -hmm. in the morning it's just something that but the lady at the at the camping store in D- Durango, Colorado, said, you need to just take a little bit of bacon with you. If you're just going to be a couple of days, take a little bacon because in the mornings, just the smell of bacon cooking will make you feel good. And it was huge. And so did you have a jet boil? Like yeah, that? I did. I had uh-huh. a jet boil. And a lot of the stuff I use, I'm kind of learning now is – it's almost too big to do what I do. But anyway, Jessica, I just – so give us a little background on who Jessica Dixie Mills is. Um, you're you're a hiker, but how did you get – tell everybody how you got to that point. What what happened to <laughs> launch you there? She fell and hit her head and oh. – Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I hate myself, so I had to do something you know, to torture myself. No, um, seriously, though, I'm, I don't – you know, hiking is one of those things where I'm like, it, it, when you do it for a long time or backpacking rather, where you're carrying that much weight, you, you almost have to have like this grudge against yourself, you know, to get out there and, and, and torture yourself that way. But no, it's, it's amazing. Um, and I'm fortunate that I kind of fell into it and that's really how it happened. I mean, I, I enjoyed day hiking, but I had never been on a backpacking trip until I started the Appalachian trail. And, uh, and really now I've only been on three backpacking trips, which, you know, is Appalachian Trail, the Pacific Crest Trail, and the Continental Divide Trail. But um, the way it all happened, I mean, I had a seed planted in my little mind when I was about five years old. And I was at Newfound Gap, which is on the border of Tennessee and North Carolina. And I was on vacation with my family. And I was just amazed that you could stand in two states at one time right there at that place, you know. And uh, so I was just so excited about that and then I looked over and I saw this sign and it had a real long word on it and I asked my mom what does that sign say and I was like I've never seen that word before in my life and she said well that says Appalachian Trail unless you're from the Appalachian Mountains and then you say Appalachian but you know I say Appalachian so anyway um I asked her you know well what is that and she said well it's where crazy people you know walk from Georgia to Maine in in a, a six month period usually and traverse you know about 2200 miles and i just 
thought, well, let's go, like, right now. Come on, you know, and I, I grabbed her hand, and I begged her to go down the trail with me, and, and somehow, you know, in a five-year-old's mind, it made sense that maybe if I could get her to go far enough, it would make more sense to continue on and finish the trail than have to turn around and go back. But, you know, of, of course, that wasn't going to happen that day. But she told me, you know, one day when you grow up, you can do whatever you want to, including hike the Appalachian Trail. And I was like, well, I will. And so it was always in the back of my mind. But I woke up at the age of about 28, and I was in Denver, Colorado, um, uh, working as an engineer in the oil field. And, and you know, I realized I've done everything that, by society standards, a young person should do to be successful and happy in life. But for some reason, I don't feel like I'm either one of those things. And so I decided that I needed to make a change and start designing my life myself and uh, and doing what I wanted to do. So I thought, well, what was one of my first dreams and why am I not doing that? You know, I was not married, didn't have any kids, had two dogs, <laughs> you know, and, uh, and I was playing house when I, when I felt like I didn't have to, felt like I, you know, I was kind of living life backwards and waiting for retirement to actually live. So I thought, well, I'm going to do something crazy. And I think it's going to start with through hike and the Appalachian Trail. And I've never been on a backpacking trip. So I was like, well, I'll figure it out. I just I just love that. I love that, that you just stepped into it. The other thing that I really – one of the things that I've recognized over the years is how things when we're little affect us as we get older – and how that moment with your mom on the trail and that that setting where you where you were inspired and and how that moved you because I I truly believe when I was little and my family did these station wagon uh, camping trips around the country that is what really drew my heart towards the mountains and uh, those outdoor camping experiences that's why my heart is drawn to that and. Uh, so that's beautiful. Well, what is, what is something that – so you go and do – you just grab a bunch of gear. You, you do a little research. You're a smart young lady. You do some research. Um, but there's no way – I've tried to figure out just, you know, the best tent. And it's like, oh, my gosh. How, how do you figure – how do you get the right coat? And and one of the yes. things that you've done, too, is are, you talk about your Dollar Tree sunglasses. And there's places that you can cut corners and places you cannot cut corners. Right. And so what got you to the point where you just said, okay, and I just, I'm just going to take what I got and go? Right. So, I, I mean, it is there is a sea of information, and you really just have to sift through uh, so much information because there, there are so many people that will tell you, this is the only way to backpack and this is the gear you need. And it's just not like that. Every person is different. What they need is different. You'll have somebody that says a hammock, hammock camping is the best thing in the world and another person who hates it. So you just have to really <laughs> figure out what works for you, but it's hard to do that when you have absolutely no experience. So um, I just, I read, I read so many blogs and, and looked at so much information and tried to read reviews, but yeah, some of it I was like, well, I think this will work and I'm just going to try it. And I knew as long as my basic needs were met, I wouldn't die. So you know, as long as I had food and water and some way to stay warm and, and to shelter myself, I, I would figure the rest out. And, and I mean, I didn't just throw in a shower curtain and, you know, um, some MREs or anything like that. I did really <laughs> try to pick the best gear that would um, be lightweight, but not 
outrageously expensive in case I, I didn't like it and I had to adjust some things. So, um, but yeah, it, it's, it's tough kind of sifting through all of it. And I started with a, uh, E&O hammock. So like a $70 hammock that a friend let me borrow and I had never been hammock camping in my life. And I had some pretty rough, you know, a few nights and then I decided that hammock camping was not for me. And I went to a, yeah, I can't a do it either. more expensive tent, but yeah. Um, so, and, and I think I'll try it again with a proper setup, but, but yeah, I just read as much as I could. Um, I didn't have a whole lot of time to prepare probably, I think November, I knew for sure I was going to do it and had quit my job. And by the end of March, I was on the trail and I didn't buy my first piece of gear until February. So <laughs> I just kind of, that is, he smelled it all together and, and said, well, here I go. You know, as long as <clears throat> for the first few days I, ha- I can take care of myself, I'll figure it out. I just, I love that. That's just so inspiring. And and you just cashed in your, your retirement. You just yeah. shut everything down and said, this is what I'm going to do. And you just went and did it. Well, what was, what was something that, um, what was something that you've learned that you just did not expect? Was there anything that you can point to that you just did not expect to come <laughs> well, from this? Pretty much all of it, because I hadn't, I hadn't done any, you know, any of this. Um, no, I mean, I had been on day hikes and stuff like that. And I was once hunting morel mushrooms, uh, with a boyfriend and, and had to go number two in the woods. You know, he didn't know that that happened, but <laughs> I had, I had kind of done, I had kind of gotten used to that before. Um, but anyway, I, most of the things were, were new experiences. Um, but I have to say on the Appalachian Trail, the biggest thing that I did not expect is all of the amazing people that I would meet out there. Yeah. I was kind of going out there to be alone, to, to think about life, to find myself and all the other cliche things, you know. Uh, I, but I certainly did not expect that that once I got out there, it wouldn't be that at all. There were There were so many great people. And I know a lot of folks are are like, hey, I don't want to hike the Appalachian Trail because it seems like it's overcrowded. You can really be alone if you if you want to. You just avoid the shelters and camping right next to a water source. But uh, but I was so thankful for for the people because there there are people with all sorts of experience out there. The, there might be a person beside you that has also never been on a backpacking trip. There might be a person who has been on hundreds of them and you might sit next to a 70 year old woman who's through hiking with her 40 year old daughter or you might sit next to a 10 year old little girl you know at the fire that night at a shelter and and you've all been through the same experience the trail didn't get easier for the 70 year old woman that day and you know the 10 year old little girl <laughs> humbles you at at how quick you know she can she can hike and how quick she gets up when she gets knocked down kind of thing. So, um, and there was an 18 year old boy that finished high school a half a year early so that he could be out there. And he ended up taking off two weeks during his through hike to go to prom and graduation, you know? Um, oh my so it, gosh. I, I certainly, yes. So I certainly did not expect all of the amazing people that I would meet. There was a couple of times Jessica through, <clears throat> so there's three, you have three main, um, videos that you created um and they're basically so you have all three of the trails and you do about what what are most of the videos like 20 minutes a piece yeah i try to i tend to i like to talk so they they can go on sometimes up to 20 minutes but so the 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 episodes are you know when i've documented the each trail those videos are usually 
20 to 30 minutes or so. Uh, but then the informational videos that I do. So in between adventures, when I'm, when I'm documenting, I like to do you know, informational videos that will get other people out there if they're interested in learning how to backpack. So those are usually 20 minutes or less. I try to keep them between 10 and 20. So you grabbed your cell phone and some gear like that, and you, from day one when you started the AT, you started filming yourself, and you walk, you show it. I don't want to – I mean, people just need to go there to experience it. But yeah, there, there was a couple of times that <clears throat> you really showed some emotion. The, the first time I really remember is one time when you were – and you hike by, your, hike by yourself a, a lot of times. I mean, yeah. young lady hiking for days, camping at night by herself, and – I got to tell you, that's a little bit scary for me when I do it. And so it was really inspiring. But there was one time where you you were hiking and you came to a a creek or a a river or, you know, water crossing and it was moving fast and you tried to cross it and you realized part of the way through it, you needed to turn back because you were going to get swept away and it was dangerous and you were really you know and you said something like my mom told me to be careful and that wasn't careful and i need to just stop and stay on the side and uh and it was that was a beautiful beautiful moment um but but it was just so real and i love that about your stuff is that you really feel like you're walking there you know with jessica and your your mom get pretty nervous with you doing these trips Oh yes, <laughs> yes he does. Um, yeah, I was. I that was that was definitely a moment that I won't ever forget. And I used to, you, I used to talking about it honestly about starting tearing up when you were talking about it. But uh, but yeah, I like to I like to share the good and the bad. And I always I'm always I always tell her, I'm sorry, mom. You're going to see in a couple weeks a video come out, and you might not be happy about it. But, um, you know, especially after I got my first hitchhiking experience on the Appalachian Trail, because hitchhiking is a very common um, means of transportation while you're doing a through hike because you don't have a vehicle. So unless you're going to walk a 20-mile round trip in and out of a town, it's just kind of necessary. But, um, but yeah, that stretch was particularly difficult. That was in the Sierra Nevada in 2017 when there was such a high snow year. I think it was like a 200% snow year or something. So the problem isn't so much the snow, it's that the snow melts in the summer and then you've got those raging rivers. So uh, yeah, I knew, I knew that I was almost gone. And, uh, and, you know, you mentioned, um, I don't know, like things you did not expect. Well, I didn't realize how exciting it would be when you thought you might die and then you didn't. <laughs> I, I really didn't realize that, you know, like on the Appalachian trail, I got bluff charged by, by a black bear. And, yes. and the best part of, of that is when you realize that it's, that, that it's actually a bluff and not just, you know, a shark. not eating on you don't your leg, the bluff charge until they stop. Yeah. Um, so I guess I didn't realize how alive you could feel in those moments. And, uh, and that, that's another thing for sure that was unexpected. Oh my gosh! So, um, so Jessica, how do you? How does somebody? Um, how does somebody? What would you tell somebody about following their heart? I know that you're getting to go now. One of the one of the things that I love that you're getting to do is go around and start speaking, and really starting to empower people's hearts and their dreams, and and I just love that. And so what? 
What would you tell the people that are listening to the show about? I mean, we're in I'm, we're in Austin, Texas. I mean, there's so many young people here that are just they're they're they got the great jobs. They're doing the downtown eatery foodie thing, you know, and it's all cool. It's all cool, but man, there's just something about chasing what your heart's longing for, and you know, can you speak to that as a young person and, and, you know, just how do you do that? How do you chase your heart? Yeah, absolutely. Well, first off, I think trying to identify the path that you're on, is that actually what you want for yourself or what other people want for you? And, and that's what I realized because I, I just was doing what was expected by society, what, what the norm was. And, and it was really kind of hard to step outside of that box because because when you do there there's this resistance and I don't know if you've heard about the the study with the monkeys where uh, there was like monkeys put in a room and there were these bananas at the top of this pole and when those monkeys tried to climb the pole they got hosed off you know like fire hosed off the pole and so then they would take one monkey out and put another one in and and that monkey would try to climb up to get the bananas and the others would pull him down. Like, do not go get the bananas because we're all going to get sprayed. And, and eventually they had replaced all of the monkeys in this room and none of them knew why anymore. They couldn't go after the, the bananas, but they would all stop any new monkey from coming in that tried to go after the bananas. So I kind of feel like that's how it is. Oh, it's God, like, that's good. Yeah. I mean, it's like people from the time that you're a child and you have a childhood dream, it's like, oh, that's really cute. But then we kind of stomp those out of kids as as a society. And mm-hmm. and so instead of encouraging people to chase those dreams, we're like, oh, that's silly and immature. And, it, and it's not because our lives are not promised to be long. And, and even the lifespan that we have, I feel like isn't that long anyway. And so it's really just too too short to not be living your life how you want to. And no, you can't live every day. Like it's exactly the last one and go skydiving, but you can do something that for work, you know, or if you can somehow integrate your hobby or, or passion for life into something that you do every day. I just think that that's important and really kind of just redefining happiness and success for yourself instead of allowing somebody else to do that. Because if you don't design your own life, somebody else will. Man, I just so love that, and it is so it's interesting. I had, and this just really does fit in with what you were talking about. I had this old set of tires a buddy gave me off of his truck, these old kind of off-road tires, and I had them on Craigslist, and this guy calls me yesterday, this young guy, he says, hey, can I get those tires? I says, yeah, come on over, you can get them, and, and he, we're, I sold them to him, he's loaded them in, I said, in his truck and i said well what are you doing he goes man i just quit my job and i'm just gonna and he's got this old toyota pickup truck he said i'm gonna put these on my truck and i'm just gonna drive to i'm gonna go to utah and then i'm gonna go to the grand canyon and i'm gonna go to uh, yellowstone and he said i'm just gonna i just quit my job and i'm gonna take a couple of months i need some and i just thought yeah that's exactly it you know it's just he could not he his heart was stirred to a point where he knew and the, the difference is he's acting on it. You know, exactly. he is truly stepping into that. Um, I just love yeah, that. I, and the time that we live now, there's so much opportunity. I mean, I never thought if somebody had told me, oh, you're going to be a full-time YouTubing backpacker, vlogger, <laughs> speaker, 
writer. You know, <laughs> and I've been like, you're crazy. I'm going to be an engineer because I'm good at math and science. You know, that's what I'm doing. But, um, but I, I, yeah. So I, I mean, we just live at such a great time that a, a more interesting time than ever, where so many things are possible. So don't close yourself in a box. You know, that's, that's awesome. That's really cool that that kid's doing that. And I'm trying to encourage my little sister. Um, she and I are actually going to Spain in the fall to do the Camino. And I don't, I don't, I still don't have children, but, um, but she's basically like a child of mine. I was 14 when she was born. So I didn't have my passport until I was 29 or so. And so I wanted her to get hers and, and to go do something crazy like that to kind of, um, encourage her to, to think outside the box. Like if my crazy sister is doing stuff like this, why can't I, you know, and I guess you always want more for your kids, but since I don't have those, then I have, I have this little sister. So, um, so yeah, I think encouraging our young people to, to, to do things, um, different than necessarily just go to school, you know, let them develop skills, let them develop things that, that they love to do and then find some way to monetize that. I am so uh I'm so tracking with what you're saying and and I um I just love the idea of I mean I if if I had to do it all over again I would not put my kids in school I would homeschool every one of them and and we would be doing I mean we did a ton of stuff but I would just absolutely just blow it out cuz there is just too much out there and there's so many kids that are experiencing stuff that is just it's it's just life changing for them the way that they yeah. look at their lives and make their decisions and uh, it's very powerful. Well, I hate to cut us off, but I know yeah. we gotta. Um, do you have anything coming up? Any special trips or anything that um, I you know I I was in Lynchburg, Virginia, not long ago, and I was near the AT, so I drove up there. I had a, about like an hour and a half where I could walk it, and it was early. It was it was about a month ago, so nobody was really hiking yet. There weren't any through hikers, but all I kept thinking is, man, I want to go get an ice chest and go get a bunch of ice cream, or go get grilled cheese sandwiches, or do something to do trail magic. Uh, because I just love that when you'd come across trail yeah. magic on the trail. And that's where uh, just folks that just want to love on the hikers coming through, just, you know, they have boxes of Gatorade, ice Gatorade or whatever. And right. anyway. hamburgers. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy to be walking through the the wilderness and suddenly <laughs> there's a parking area and, and somebody steps up and is like, hey, you want a hamburger? And you're like, oh, what's the trick here you know like why are you being nice to me and it really does kind of um restore your your faith in humanity kind of but uh but yeah so trips i have coming up this summer um starting at the end of may beginning of june my mother and i who's gonna she's gonna be 60 uh this summer she's going on her first backpacking trip with me on the pacific crest trail i'm going back out there to fill in there were a lot of fires the year i was out there so there were areas that i could not legally walk through so i'm going to fill in those areas with her and my little my little nervous uh crazy stray rescue dog that i i found in a trash pile so (laughs) she she's about three now um so i'm hoping that the trail i know it helps a lot of humans with their anxiety so i'm hoping it's gonna how is she how is she doing Uh, is she better She's doing, we've been training and stuff. So she's, you know, she's getting more confidence. And I actually um, got these 
dog treats that are supposed to help with anxiety. It's like CBD oil dog treats. <laughs> we got those. We got those for TJ. Yeah, you too. get. You can only get those in Colorado, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, no, actually, I ordered them on Amazon. So <laughs> yeah, they're they're. She doesn't feel real good. She doesn't fly when she takes them or anything. Um, but no, oh. so I just started trying those. I don't know. I, you know, I'm, I'm skeptical. We'll see. But we're we're yeah. trying some things, and um, and you know, it's. It's going to be a good trip either way, but we'll be documenting that. So if folks want to watch, that'll be on the channel this summer. We'll be out there for two months. And then in the fall, like I mentioned, um, my sister and I will be doing the Camino de Santiago, which is more like a a pilgrimage from town to town, just more of a cultural experience. But I'll be documenting that as well. So so stuff coming up for sure. So where can people find Jessica Dixie Mills? They can find me on the YouTube land so if you just go there and type in homemade wanderlust or even Dixie backpacking, it'll pop up there. And uh, then my website is homemadewanderlust.com. Um, and I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and I'm not real active on Twitter, but I'm there. So, um, but yeah, so come by, check it out. And, you know, it's kind of one of those things where if you want to learn about backpacking, then there's information there. Also, I have a forum on Facebook that has so much information if you have any questions about backpacking it's homemade wanderlust backpacking forum group on facebook um just a great resource but even if you think you'd never be interested then you can follow along with the journeys and i might change your mind yeah, <laughs> it's, cool. get more people out in nature <laughs> it is just absolutely is wonderful stuff you do and i you know i have this thing jessica that i tell people who are influencers and you're an influencer and I just encourage them to use their platform to do good things, to encourage kids to get outside, to encourage people to follow their dreams and to to make wise choices. And I just so believe what you're doing is you are doing that with the with the voice that you have. And so I'm proud of you. Thank you for doing what you're doing. Thank Thank you you for being on the show. And and thank you for inviting me. Well, we'll have you on the show again. You know, after you do this stuff with your mom, I just turned 60 last week. And so I'm super excited to see how your mom does. And we'll be rooting for you and and we'll be watching. And uh, thanks for being on the show, young lady. Thank you. All right. Have a good week. We'll see you. All right. God bless. That was Jessica Dixie Mills, uh, Homemade Wanderlust. We'll put a link up on the Facebook page and all that stuff so you guys can track on it. But, man, I just... That was cool. That, that is cool. An influencer, a YouTube hiker. Yep. Putting yeah. the two worlds together. If that doesn't right get there. you to get you outside, go for a walk today, I I, we can't help you. We just can't <laughs> help you. You might as well stay inside. Hey, it's the Outdoor Zone. Speaking of, we'll get back on uh, with our segments. Armed Citizens Report coming up next. You get it only one place right here every Sunday from 7 to 9 a.m. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse on 1049 The Horn and 24 7. 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Hey, this is Jeff Foxworthy, and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody, on the Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home. 
On the Outdoor Zone radio show, we don't give in to the anti-gun crowd, the PETA terrorist, or the Taliban. It's just how we roll here in the bunkhouse. Ride the trail with us all week at theoutdoorzone.com. McBride's Guns, their Central Texas family-owned and operated gun shop. Need a referral for that personal carry class or anything to do with guns or ammo? McBride's is your place. An experienced professional staff will help you with every step of gun ownership. Need a personal carry firearm? Check out all the styles and types. Need a, need to get fit for a shotgun? Get professional help from the staff at McBride's. You'll find McBride's in the same place they've been for years, the corner of 30th and Lamar. You can call them at 512-472-3532 or online at McBride'sGuns.com. McBride's Guns is our hometown gun shop. Now it's time for your Armed Citizen Report. Today, legal firearm owners are protecting themselves and their families across the nation. These acts of courage and valor are seldom reported throughout the liberal media. The Outdoor Zone wants you to know the truth. This is the Armed Citizens Report for the week. Lake County Circuit Court judge ruled Friday that the village of Deerfield overstepped its authority last year when it enacted a ban on assault weapons five years after Illinois legislature declared such regulations the exclusive power of the state. Judge Lewis Barones issued a permanent injunction, permanent injunction blocking the village from enforcing its ordinance. In the ruling, Barone wrote, the plaintiff gun owners have a clearly ascertainable right to not be subjected to a preempted and unenforceable ordinance that prohibits possession of assault weapons, imposes financial penalties for keeping them, and allows their property to be, property to be confiscated. I like how you emphasized ascertain. I love that there is there are judges out there that are standing up against this anti-gun. Uh, uh, who's the guy down in El Paso? Uh, Beto. 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 Uh, yeah, I think his name's Sam Smith or something, right? Though, and he's nicknamed Beto. No, he's English. Yeah, he's, I believe he's English. From he's uh, a, Australia, he's or, yeah, or <laughs> something. Anyway, he uh, he came out yesterday. He came out against uh, gun ownership. He wants to take all the guns. Yeah. So, yeah. good luck with that. And you know, the uh, former Austin police chief was one of those guys too. He wanted mm-hmm. to take away the guns, eliminate. Now he's in Houston. <laughs> good, good riddance. Good luck. Adios. Sun Auto buddy. Service, family-owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company since 1978. They've worked hard every day to keep your vehicle running like new. They're who we trust right here in the bunkhouse to take care and maintain all of our vehicles, plus my personal uh Work vehicles, they take care of all of my work vehicles. They hire ASE certified technicians to repair and maintain your vehicles. They require all of their technicians to complete an intense training program. They work hard to maintain and properly train their professionals. SunAutoService.com, you can check out for uh, deals and specials. 405 West Slaughter Lane, that's the one I use. 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park, 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown. They've got a newer newer location in Lakeway, 1206 Ranch Road, 620. Check out all the deals and specials, sunautoservice.com. Bison hunt underway in Yellowstone, 300 killed so far. 
More than 300 bison have been culled from the Yellowstone National Park during the current effort to keep the park's herd at a manageable level. The Bozeman Daily Chronicle reports that the number removed so far was uh, as of last Friday, either by hunting or by capture for slaughter operations, which were still occurring this week. The National Parks reports that as of last Friday, hunters licensed through seven tribal nations have taken 96 bison. The park's Stephen Creek Capture Facility has trapped and consigned 208 bison to slaughter. One bison died in the facility, and the guys butchered him and had a barbecue that weekend. And if it was in Texas, you couldn't hunt them from the second story of a hotel room. That is right. So good thing they're not doing a bison hunt in Texas. That's right. The Near a hotel. Texas law. No bison hunting from the second floor of a hotel room. But right. if I did shoot a bison, yeah, I would back my Dodge Ram twenty five hundred right up to that booger, Load throw that, throw that booger up thump. in there, and uh, just throw it in there. If you've been thinking about a new truck, now's absolutely the best time to buy. They're the number one name for Rams in Central Texas, and they just won the JD Power Customer First Award for Excellence. It's Nile Maxwell Super Center. They have dozens of Ram 1500s in stock, along with hundreds of other trucks, and more coming in each day. In fact, no other dealer in Central Texas sells more Rams. For the best selection and Nile's promise to beat any competitor's price, go see the number one name for Rams in Central Texas, the Nile Maxwell Super Center, 620 and 183 across from Walmart, or online at nilemaxwellsupercenter.com. All right, we'll take oh, a break. Oh, sorry, yes. No, we'll, we'll be take back a break. We'll this. be back right after this. If Uncle Sam calls me up, you do your thing, I'll do mine. So, but it can buy me a boat. This is T-Roy Bruce Orr listening to the Outdoors on. Call me redneck, white trash, and blue collar. But it can buy me a boat. But I can change all that. Welcome back. It's the Outdoors on Live in the Bunkhouse. Or by your Honda. Come on. It's that time right now. Woo! Test drive one of the best-selling vehicles at your Central Texas Honda dealers, like the 2019 CRV. It has Honda sensing. There are cameras and sensors all around the vehicle. That means you get a multi-angle view of your vehicle behind your vehicle. And when backing up, your car will automatically brake if it determines an unavoidable collision. Maybe that's why CRV is the best-selling crossover utility vehicle over the past decade. And it's been named the 2019 Edmunds Buyer's Most Wanted Compact SUV. See one of your Central Texas Honda dealers and solve all your Honda envy at centraltexashondadealers.com. You can check out all of their deals and specials right there. Uh, they have hundreds of vehicles to choose from. Round Rock Honda, First Texas Honda, Howdy Honda, and Honda San Marcos. Centraltexashondadealers.com. See dealer for details. Hey, uh, one of the things we like to do kind of near the end of the show, there's a couple of things we like to talk about gadgets, and we also like to talk about outdoor jobs that are available. And there's one that's been out there for a while that I would love. I wish I could get my daughter to do this. Weed eater? 
Yeah, I can there's use that. Some yeah, there's that. Oh, oh. Okay. okay. Uh, there's that. Okay. Um, but the Hyatt Austin is looking for an outdoor adventure guides. And they're under the uh, outdoor adventure lead. The primary goal of this position is to facilitate safe, meaningful, and fun outdoor experiences. The guide should be competent leading hikes, ranging in difficulty and distance, guiding and instructing mountain bike rides and classes, facilitating high and low rope challenge courses, as well as instructing climbing wall, archery, hatchet throwing classes, and other adventures. Uh, You get – it's – you get the whole package. It's a salary position. You got dental. You get all the all the uh, health insurance. Everything. It's a great job, and uh, it's listed uh, outdoor under outdoor adventure uh, on ZipRecruiter, and it's in local in Austin. So I just thought, nice. That's a cool job. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I did. I mean, your disc uh, beefsteak. You do that planning your koz saturday yeah that's once true. a month what, what if you just did that for a job hey i like it sounds like fun I like so it. hey and which uh, brings me to the point if you are interested in outdoor adventure ministry if you're a guy in a church and you're looking for something sunday school class maybe in your gig teaching a sunday school class but you think, well, maybe a hunting and fishing, maybe an outdoor ministry would be cool to do. We'll give you everything you need to do it. You commit to a half a Saturday a month, and uh, and we'll give you all the material. We'll teach you how to do it. We'll train you up and launch you in your church as an outdoor ministry leader. You just get some of your buddies together, and then you go get the boys in your church and in your community, the fatherless boys and the fathers and sons, and you guys go out and do all kinds of stuff. I was talking to one of our buddies from base camp, and he said, yeah, I was telling somebody what I do with the kids. He's one of the KOZ leaders. And the guy was like, huh, that sounds like those guys on the radio. I love listening to those guys on the radio. They're talking about that, too. And he goes, oh, well, that's them. That That's us. That's every, you know, and so it was kind of interesting that the two worlds came together. They collided. Yep. And somebody that really supports KOZ and has a heart for KOZ also support this show, Archery Country. Amen. Mm-hmm. Our, there's a certain point in every hunter's life where they want to go to the next level, or if you're just looking for recreational archery, an alternative um, they've got a uh, full indoor range. They've got all of the staff there to help serve you and teach you, whether you're the most experienced archer or you're just getting into archery. Go see our friends, Austin Archery Country, Austin's only true bow shop for the bow hunter or recreational archery. They do full classes right there. They've got all of the Matthews Elite Hoyt. 8121 Research Boulevard. They're open Tuesday through Thursday from 1030 to 7 and Saturdays from 10 to 5. They're closed Sunday and Monday. AustinArcheryCountry.com. Did you see Steve Hall was up in Waco? They had over 2,000 students in yep. the, uh, for the archery championship. In the schools program. In yep. the schools program. And they had the air rifles up there, too. Isn't that cool? Yep. Do you, have a, do do you have a quote yes. for this week? <clears throat> I thought it was fitting. Don't ask yourself what the world needs. Ask yourself what makes you come alive. Because what the world needs are men who have come alive. John Eldridge. This week's Bible verse comes from Galatians 6, 9. So let's not get tired of doing what is good. And just the right time, at just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. 
Live it, love it, learn it. I'm Cody Ryan, and uh, yeah, I may uh, I may take a nap today. All right, <laughs> I like it. Hey, uh, this week we want to encourage you to get a kid, take him for a walk in the park, show him the birds, the trees. Uh, take them hunting, take them fishing. We don't care what it is, as long as you get them into the great outdoor zone. Hey, we all three meet on Tuesday nights at a men's Bible study uh, in South Austin. If you're interested, just go to kidsoutdoorzone.com and shoot us an email, and we'll get you some information on it. Also, if you want to start a hunting and fishing ministry in your church, go to kidsoutdoorzone.com. Or if you want to send your kid to summer camp, go there and check out the opportunities that are there. Salt Dog, you're the man. Hey, we're all headed out to church. Go find a good Bible-based church in your community somewhere. And uh, guys, take your family, go to church, and then go have a nice lunch somewhere. And then uh, permission granted for couch time. (laughs) All right, that's it for us this week. We'll see you here back in the bunkhouse next week. God bless. And regulators, let's mount up. Country folks can survive I had a good friend in New York City He never called me by my name, just Hillbilly My grandpa taught me how to live off the land And his taught him to be a businessman me pictures of the Broadway nights, and I'd send him some homemade wine, but he was killed by a man with a switchblade knife, for $43 my friend lost his life, I'd love to spit some beach nut in that dude's eyes, and him with my old 45 Cause a country boy can survive Country folks can survive